Welcome back to the Free Subs Only podcast. You're joined by myself, Jax, and my fellow bench warmers, Jay Alchemy and Ohms. What are we saying, fellas? How was weekend? How's everyone feeling? What are we getting up to? Feeling good, feeling great. Wow. Very optimistic. Had a good, good weekend, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't lie. It was, it was very constructive. It was very constructive. Uh, Jax would know. I've, I've dipped my head fully into the ocean of NFT, bruv. Gee. Fully into there, bro. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know anything about dipping anything in anywhere. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I've, I've gone deep in it. I'm, I'm swimming out there. I'm swimming out there. So I've committed, I've committed, and it's um, it's helped me out, man. I can't lie, I'm afloat. I'm nicely afloat, actually. So you know, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. It's yeah, good. man. It's a nice little something while it lasts, isn't it? You know how this crypto world is going. It's up, yeah. it goes up, and it goes down. But um, on that note, though, you guys uh, see what happened to that squid, squid game crypto? Yeah, no. I heard it went up like. What happened? I don't even know if it's hundreds or thousands, but it went up. Then crashed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That always is with these coins, isn't it? You don't, yeah, you don't invest in a meme coin, substance. Though, bro. Well, the thing is, if you are, and whoever's listening, I'm not condoning investing. Do you yeah, want, we're, we're, not fin- we're not financial advisors, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was, you want. Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, do what you want. But in saying that, there is, if you are able to monitor and actually spend time on it, there is money to be made there. Just, but the thing is, is that you have to be ready and to do pull out. And, this, is, yeah. this is not financial advice. It's true. So yeah. do what you want. Bet on football. Bet on whatever you want. Don't bet at all. Up don't you, don't put free subs. Don't don't put us to it. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, put at J Alchemy. No 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 no. But yeah, Holmes, how are you feeling? How's the weekend? Yeah, yeah it's chilled. It's chilled. Didn't, didn't do so much. Just spent with family and um, yeah, that's that's literally it. The most, the most exciting thing I did was just spent with family, chilled out. My little cousin's first birthday, so they had like a little Halloween thing. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, did you dress up as a still? No, I didn't. I didn't dress up as a man. Came as Ohms. Came as Ohms. Man's already scary enough, fam. Um. <laughs> hey, but but hair what, though? Hair what? I see I see something mad on the weekend, yeah? Because obviously you were saying you was just like, you know, your cousin, obviously it was his first birthday, yeah? Bro, kids are pagans, bro. Wow. Kids are pagans, man. Mine went like, left with that boy. Yeah, no, no. I have to go left because you know what, yeah? Imagine I'm doing my shopping, yeah? And then these kids are just running about the street like mad people, yeah? And obviously, you know, like, these roads these days, they're full of de- delivery people on their bicycles and doing bits and bobs, isn't it? So while these kids are running mad like mad people on, on road, yeah? I can't see their parents in sight. Obviously, this delivery guy writes himself off, yeah? Mm. Like, he proper, like, <laughs> jumps off his bike and lands flat on his face, fam. Yeah? And obviously, I've seen this happen in slow motion. So, I, like, me just being me, I reacted. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, the thing is. That, that, I, yeah, I was a bit far away from that. But still, that's, that's not the point, fam. The thing is, yeah, these kids left this situation unscathed, yeah? yeah. But when I said, ooh, they started crying, fam. What? Like, pagans, but They started crying just because of my reaction, lad. Yeah, uh, they, they, they put us in trouble, innit? They put us in trouble. No, right. they, deserve it still. Yeah, they, deserve <laughs> they deserve it still. Yeah, how how was your weekend, um, Jackie? 
You know how it is, isn't it? Busy, mixed in with a bit of relaxation, mixed in with a bit of DIY, mixed in with a bit of drama. Just Karaoke? No, not even karaoke this time around, to be honest with you. Just a bit of a relaxation. Went to grab some sushi and that. Jeez. I see that still. Nice little break in that. But um, yeah, we keep moving. Yeah, busy, busy, busy. But can't really complain. But um, without further ado, let's get on to what everyone is here to talk about, to listen about, to conversate about. And let's move on to the biggest news in world football at this moment of time. And breaking news, Nuno being sacked by Tottenham Hotspurs. Now, I assume it comes as no surprise to the both of you. It certainly didn't come as a surprise to me. I think it was long overdue. Um, It wasn't like they were playing good football and they were losing games. They were just atrocious. Their 18th position with regards to scoring goals. Their 18th position, I believe, with regards to conceding goals in the league. And they just haven't been good enough. And to be honest, it's no surprise. Let me go to you, Jay. What's your thoughts on this whole situation of Nuno? Was it the right time? Was it too late, do you think? Do you think he should have gone sooner? Or do you think he should have been given more time? I don't think he should have got the job at all. That's that. I'll be honest. You say you're not, you're not surprised. I am a bit surprised. Like, why would you go for him and then sack him now? Didn't like, they kind of do? They they kind of well. You you kind of have to do it like sort of react to mid season, especially when it's going as bad as they. If they can sack Mourinho halfway season last year, and that's Mourinho, even though no, actually, to be fair, Mourinho got sacked later. But yeah, I guess they have to react to the market, don't they? Yeah, but then I feel like, what do they really expect? Out of Nuno? Like, I right, put it this way: when Nuno was appointed, nobody was overwhelmed. Uh, everyone was just like, "I'll see how this goes." But it's just like, if you could, if that's the attitude you're gonna take, why bother? Because I'm just looking at it from a perspective of you had your first five options, you didn't go for them, maybe because of finances. Well, I don't know. Then you went for somebody that was like ninth in line, right? Mm-hmm. You've obviously like made this move because you wanted a, a bit of a bargain. Let's face facts. This is Levi we're talking about. Um, you wanted a bit of a bargain and you wanted to try like a prospect manager. I don't know. I don't know. But you do all of that. And then presumably you've obviously had to like pay for the rest of his contracts, right? But how much how much that is? Because I know Jose must have got paid off. Big time. And Nuno's huh? Big time, you got paid off. Yeah, and Nuno got paid off. Uh, the, the thing is, yeah, with regards to the um, the cheap thing, I think they, they actually, like you said, they, they, this was the, he was their, their ninth choice manager, so they, they tried to get other people, but people were just rejecting them left, right and centre. So it's, it's not like they didn't try to get a top manager, but no one wants to go top them. Um, you know, they, they, they thought they had Conte, and then literally he pulled out last minute. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because he he just doesn't fit the bill. His wall size wasn't that great when they came to the prem initially. They were a bit exciting, but like last season they were terrible or season four, whichever whichever one it was. Um, three at the back with Adama Torre, everything everything went, went through Traore, and um, they weren't they weren't that good. So it was surprising that this this, this job is too big for him. Basically, he hasn't got the experience for it. it was, the tactics or anything. 
Um, I also heard that he lost a dressing room as well, which is never a good thing. Not surprising. Um, not surprising. He only like, goes downhill after that, to be honest, once you lose the dressing room. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I'm hearing that he never really had their respect in the first place, and that, that's never a good yeah. sign. Yeah, I, I mean... Yeah, go on, sorry. I was, I was going to say, I mean, sticking to what Ohm's kind of said, and I think Ohm's kind of said it in a few podcasts as well earlier, whereby it's like, he didn't necessarily play good football at Wolves anyway, so it's like, them going for him was probably down to money, and it came down to sort of Premier League experience. It's probably best of a bad bunch, probably. Um, but in general, yeah, I don't know why they went for him in the first place, but the fact they did go for him... Panic him, maybe? Yeah. Well, I have a sort of theory whereby I think they're they're reacting to the market. And what I mean by that is there's big, big rumours, or not so much of big, big rumours, but there's rumours of Ole essentially potentially being sacked soon. And the person who's linked with the job is Conte. He's he's the favourite to go to Man United. So my theory is, is in order to get ahead of it, Nuno is not exactly doing well. And let's get rid of him and let's actually... It's actually... Levi is actually a fool because he, he has now has to pay even more to get Conte. But I think at the end of the day, I think it's more of a reaction to the market of trying to secure Conte ahead of Man United if yeah. they were to sack Solskjaer. That, that's, that's a good point, actually. It's a good, it's a good uh, perspective to look at, actually. Because, yeah, I, I think Conte would have come in if if United did sack Conte. Um, I think Oli was. I think he gave him like three games, which is rumor. I don't know how true that is. They gave him like f- around three games um, to turn this around, and um, Spurs are just that bad that um, they, they they gave him a lifeline. <laughs> they gave yeah. him a lifeline. Um, they, 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 were, they were calling this game this, uh, Osakiko. Osakiko is that what he's calling it? Yeah, like the <laughs> clash of the clash of the two poor teams, two poor managers. Um, yeah, going into the game, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell who was who was going to be worse. But I think United, like we've been saying, just had too much quality. It's kind of just shone through in the end. Okay, um, so I'm I'm gonna like that that comment you made. Ugh, it kind of makes me sick. Why? Because I don't. I feel like yeah, you're right. United do have, technically speaking, they've got a lot more quality in their side, but they still play trash. No, no, of course, of course. Yeah, like I, to, to be honest, it was like two very poor teams, and like the one on the day that wanted it a bit more got it in the end. But it wasn't like I wasn't overwhelmed by their performance. No, 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 of course, of course not. Um, that that's one point. Um, United had a bit of individual brilliance. They they weren't playing great because Spurs had chances as well. Spurs had chances, yeah. so it's not like um. This is the one one sided United performance where they whacked them away or whatever. It wasn't really a final win to British you. It's just some individual brilliance. And Tottenham for some reason they kept playing this high line and then it was so easy for um for United to get them behind. Like Rashford's goal, um Cavani's goal, Ronaldo's offside goal. Ronaldo's goal Ronaldo's goal was good though. The one that he actually scored. Oh, yeah, no, hey. the offside goal. Um they all played on, on the last man and it, it was just too easy. Is that there's no organization in the, in the defense? Dissect ja, ja, um, the Ronaldo's goal, guy. I know you're itching, mate. That guy, yeah, is there anything he can't do? Did you see his technique? How yeah. clean and how crisp he hit that, Deeper. and for it to dip bottom corner like that, yeah, yeah, like it's, it, you, you it, watch, it, watch it all the way down and, and then hit, yeah, perfect. 
Like it's it's like first and foremost, let's not take away the ball that Bruno provided. Obviously, everyone mm. keeps talking about Ronaldo's goal, his finish, great, brilliant. But the ball also to pick out Ronaldo in pinpoint accuracy and then for him to volley it, that nice and that neat. If anyone who's grown up, who's younger, um, wanted to get into football, watch Ronaldo play because mm. his dedication, his technique, his skill in the game is second to none. It, it was it was a perfect finish. Even the second goal to chop someone in the middle of the pitch yeah, that, that's and awesome. open up yeah and to open up the pitch like that and then being able to roll it through to Cavani. He he loves that that um that big chop. That's yeah. like one of his signature moves. Yeah. Um, and then that, that, that pass in intricate pass just on the inside through to Cavani. Was, was, was incredible. Obviously, we all know Cavani has great movement. He's one of the best. He's one of yeah. the best movements in the, in the game, from his Napoli days to PSG. He used to miss a lot of chances, but he used to get so many because of his movement. He's creating them for himself. Do you know what I mean, hundred um, percent. And let's not and, take away that chip finish as well. It was, it was really something to, to yeah, be that close to the keeper and to chip him. And then, um, and then obviously Rashford again, paying off the high line. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Like he, he clearly couldn't see that it was United were kept getting. Um, paid off the last man, and he, he, didn't, he didn't make changes to to um, traffic, fix the situation. But yeah, yeah. Rashford just played through and just tucks it away. Yeah, let's 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 yeah. have it right as well. Rashford's finish was actually really good as well. <laughs> Bent it bottom corner. First time. Do you know what Ronaldo's Ronaldo's offside goal? Jesus Christ! The guy. I, th- yeah. I don't think there's it. Like you, you cannot like. It's Ronaldo at the end of the day. And as much as people hate him, love him, whatever it might be. I don't even think you can hate him because he's one of those he's actually one of those those people that if you give him if you give him just an inch of space, he's gonna punish the backside out of you. Yeah. And and you got you gotta think about this guy, he, he's not no spring chicken. The guy the guy's old, he's pushing like near forties, and my man is still the main guy, the guy. The only other guy mm. I can think of who sort of commands that type of respect but not on the same scale is Ibrahimovic. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, the the the, the few left of that order like this is the era that we we watched growing up. So we watched Ronaldo, we watched Ibra, uh Thiago Silva is it's from that same era. There's only a few left and, and they're still that quality is still showing through. Yeah, hundred percent. Even as they're they get older. Mid thirties and they're it shows that dedication, if you take care of your body, if you take care of yourself, then you can um, obviously have a, a prolonged career. Because like I said, mm-hmm. with with Ibra, with Ronaldo, with Thiago Silva, Thiago Silva it still looks like he could be 30. So, I mean, oh, yeah. He looks it. 100%. Yeah, like, <laughs> but in, in comparison to like a Rooney who clearly didn't take care of <laughs> I knew he was going to bring up his name. <laughs> <laughs> I was adding it up. I was adding it up. So, um, what, okay, well, what about, what about Vardy? Because he's pushing it. Yeah, he, clearly, clearly, but he's he's still going, and he he started kind of late. His career really popped off. In late twenties. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was almost like 29, 30. I think that's yeah. To be fair, as well, like um, I think with Vardy as well, I don't think he's scoring the same type of goals as he used to. No, no. I agree, but he's still as fast though. That pace he's hasn't left. Finishing, him. his finishing is still there though. Like, like. If you get him one on one, he he can definitely definitely finish, but it's not the. He, I, I, I don't think he can constantly do the, uh, the ball over the top and spread it because obviously 
the stamina isn't as as, as great as it was a couple of years. But also, ago. I, I feel like the games adapt to Vardy as well, though a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you jump a bit deeper, so you're not you're not you're not playing the highlight highlight mm. against it. You're running in behind you, so you yeah. can adjust. I Do mean, you have anything to say about Tottenham's performance, though? Yeah, I was just going to say that before we actually move on to um, it was a great segue into Leicester, but before we do actually uh, move on, um, another international teammate, Harry Kane, who's it's clear to everyone to see that he's he's struggling big time. Um, it's either his heart's not there, it's either the manager's not playing to his strengths, whatever it might be, he hasn't scored a goal since Conference. God knows how long in the Premiership aside from mm-hmm. the Conference League. And it's clear to see. I, I don't know if an, even a new manager, even someone like Conte coming in, can get him going because it looks clear that he's set I, on I leaving. So. And I so. I, I, yeah, I think, he, I think it, it's sad. It's sad. But like with everything you've just said, I think combining all of that on top of the fact that Man City went and got Jack Greenish for similar amount of money that he was you know, be trying to get flogged off for, mm. that's all probably got to his heads. Yeah, I, I think I think he's managed this elsewhere. And since he, I don't think he's not trying. I just feel like he's, he's his is gone. <laughs> his head is gone. Yeah. He's just not trying, trying to like process the whole situation. He doesn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. Obviously, he's now thinking, will Man City even now come for me? Um, is that bad thing? Yeah. Obviously, he, he's dead. He's a year older now as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit slower, I, sort of things. And I think the most important thing is that it, it's it's difficult because when you get into that position, not saying that he's completely lost his ability because Harry Kane's Harry Kane at the end of the day. Um, but when you get to that zone whereby you no longer want to play in a club, you're not really scoring goals anymore, your form's not there. He's playing 90 minutes week in, week out in a premiership and he's not getting any goals or assists. And I think when you get to that point, when you do finally get your move, whether it's next year, whether it's his contract ends, I feel like it's going to take him exceptionally a long time to get back where to where he was, or even he might not ever get back to there. Yeah, uh, of course, be because honest. like let's face facts, everything combined, it's almost it's like it's it's devalued him. Yeah, like because look at one person's name that brings to mind is Fernando Torres. I know he had injuries, but the moment he went to Chelsea and he started to have bad games, he never really got going. Like he had a few glimpses to show his talent, but he never really got going again. And I think for me, I feel like that's the same thing that's going to happen with Harry Kane. Uh, it's I, like there's a there's a there's a glimmer of hope that I have that it's not all done. I feel like he will still perform for for England because the thing is, Southgate loves that man. Like. So I still feel like he probably would score goals for England. Maybe like not in the same way, mm. but like he was still appearing at squad. Let's face facts. Southgate 100%. will bring him. Yeah, he, that's that's the best striker. He has to play. Right, right. So I think if anything, regardless of what's going to happen um, to 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 that Tottenham and like an, an, another topic to, to to touch on, like can Conte really change this job? I mean, change this, this squad because. Even like realistically, looking at their looking at their their players, they're all like average or just above average. Mm. So, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's you man are gonna get onto me with this, but 
I think it's the same concept or similar concept to Arteta's job. And what I mean by that is that whoever inherits the squad has had are taking players that have been at the club for X amount of years, two, three, four, five years. It's the same group of players. They haven't really added anyone. And because they've been in the club for so long and they haven't really come... Obviously, they had that season when they went Champions League final. They It's been season in, season out, where it's like they've never been good enough. They haven't won anything. So that mentality is kind of in that club. They don't really have winners like that. Even at international they've, they've, level, they've they never don't really had, have no, winners. Like, international winners, win like, they've got Loris, who won the World Cup with France, right? But um, for me, that's nowhere near enough. Like, yeah, they, they've always been in that situation, though. Like, not having winners yeah. for a very long time. Probably like this, a decade or more. And, yeah, and what I'm comparing to Arteta in the sense of, I think whoever comes in will have to do what they have to do with those group of players because there's nothing much more they can do. But I think they have to get rid of quite a lot of dead weight to then bring in some more fresh blood. That's what I, I feel that needs to happen. I think this situation is a lot worse than Arteta. Arteta, you reckon? Like, say, like, you know, let's face facts. We have had silverware, like, at least every other five years. Mm. So it, it, it does, it does, like... Like to be when you look look at Arsenal and FA Cup, you know that's something that we could win. Whereas when you think about Tottenham and uh, you know the Czech Trade Cup, you, we know we can get they can get to the finals, but they ain't winning they ain't winning nothing. You understand? So um, I think it's going to be mad extreme and very controversial. But I think inheriting Tottenham is very similar to inheriting Newcastle right now. Really. I, because I don't know. Is, I think you're being a bit harsh. Okay, it is harsh. Yeah, but like, let's face facts. Newcastle, their, their squad hasn't changed that much. Yeah, but like, you're you're talking about a team who two seasons ago was playing in the Champions League final, and they've still pretty much got the same group of players. Like you, you could never compare a Newcastle player to someone like you, Son. Or you can't. Kane. You can't. You can't. But all I'm trying to say is that, like, from Newcastle's point of view, their peak could have been just like you know getting into the Premier League. So they're running off of that high. Tottenham's, yeah. their peak was obviously getting to the Champions League final with uh, English team, which in all essence, they could have beaten on a, on a different day. You know? Yeah. So like, I'm I'm not saying comparing it player to player, but I'm saying like, as a manager, both of those jobs are things you'd be thinking of. Oof. There's positives, but there's a lot of negatives. I'm yeah, just thinking okay. from a manager's perspective. Like, because... Okay, cool. Newcastle haven't got a manager yet. Why do you think that is? Because there's a hundred percent chance they're gonna get relegated. What manager wants that pressure? I hear that. I hear that. Like, oh, I guess... Tottenham, like you know, what are they aiming for this season? Probably to get top four. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Especially they got a lot of games in the um, Conference League as well. That that probably be quite a few games there. <laughs> that will obviously they've got that and then the Premiership. And then... Yeah, I think um, we can probably all sit here all evening discussing this uh, reality of a situation of Tottenham sacking a manager and potentially Conte coming in. Um, he may do well, he may not. I guess we'll just have to wait and see where that ends up. Um, personally, Before we move on, what's your thoughts on that, though? Personally, I was going to say, personally, I feel like Conte will make a, an immediate impact just because of his stature and more of his tactical know-how and just simply because he's experienced in a premiership of winning stuff as well. So I think he's going to make an instant impact, whether he can keep them going consistently and whether he can take them to the heights that he took Chelsea. 
I'm not so sure. And I think there's still the big question mark with regards to Harry Kane's mentality and whether he will continue to stay, even with Conte coming in. So that's my opinion. Um, Holmes, thoughts on the whole Conte situation and Tottenham? Yeah, do, do you know what? I feel like Conte, what, what, what I think you say about Conte, he can get the best out of a bad bunch. Like he, he's, he's talent, he's talent ID, like the, the base he likes basically. It's it's always it's always weird it's always awkward like it's never like the the most flamboyant players always uh, experienced guys or off cut players and like um, um, you know, like, like players who people don't really want but he finds a way but basically his system he finds people who who fit them rather than the talent if that makes sense mm. like he'll have the three five two or whatever maybe um three four two whatever maybe right. Um, and he'll find players exactly for that position. That's what he wants to do. So, like Alonso for Chelsea, that he was the wing back. That's, that's his mission. So, I mean, yeah. Alonso's amazing that wing back. Left back, he's terrible. But uh, Victor Moses, a right wing back, amazing. So he, he'll find he'll find a way to um, tactically to find a way to, to, to make things work for the team and use these players um, well. You don't need uh, a hundred million pound striker or whatever it may be who who will do well with what he has. That being said, yeah, I think top six, maybe top six. I heard that. That's not too far fetched. And finally, John. Um, yeah. Uh, to summarize what Owen said, I think he will salvage something out of that se- out of this season. Um, because let's face facts, they're probably going to be out of the Conference League, so they've got a little bit more time to allocate their resources on just the Premier League, FA Cup or whatever. Um but I, I think he's just gonna be another eighteen month job, you know. I don't I don't I don't like I mean he's missed his season to get, you know, the players that he wants. Although he gets the best out of like, you know, um like players that are already there. Like he hasn't got that time to sort of like get people that he wants. Um and I just think it's just gonna be a plaster situation on a you know, a severely open wound. Um, so yeah, salvage something, maybe top six. I think that would be a push though, just because it's quite competitive now. Um, but yeah, you put you be gone in eighteen months, maybe maybe sooner. That's interesting. Uh, we'd have to wait and see. Um, and to be honest, you sort of mentioned it at the end. You know, you think top six might be a stretch, but to be honest, looking at this table, they're not too far off from that top. The, the lumped up teams that are just lumped up fighting for fourth, fifth and sixth, to be honest. So it, it, it's not impossible for them. It's just that they have to react quick. But um, moving on from uh, one North London club to the other and moving on to another side that's also fighting for top four. Woo! Before I go on to you, Jay, I'm going to go on to <laughs> Ohms. Did you watch the Leicester and Arsenal game? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I call. I caught parts of it on the phone. I, I was traveling about, but I, All right. I, I caught bits and bobs of it. Um, All right. So let us know your thoughts. What did you see? What did you think of the game? And for someone who doesn't support Arsenal, what are your thoughts on Arsenal's chances as a whole and how we've improved as a club, or if you, even if you think we have improved as a club? Um, uh, regarding the game, I felt like you started well. You started very, very bright. Um, I, I feel like I said to told you guys to kind of like start early because usually when you start bright, there's a, um, teams aren't always awake straight away, and there's always an opportunity you can get goals like, um, like that. So let's say that start well, you guys pressed them quite well, and then the first goal came through um, Gabriel. 
Yeah. Yeah, Kaiser yeah. Fofana. Yeah. Um, unless he didn't defend it too well, it was a bit too easy to be honest with you. And then the second one was just poor defending. Um, Smith Rowe kind of ghosted into the box. It was just easy, almost not, it was like a tap in, but had a free run at the ball and, um, and, and put the ball in the back of the net. It was a bit too easy. I think second half, Leicester came back out and it seemed a bit, a bit more bright. Um, and they were onto you guys a bit more. But um, defensively, you, you're a bit more sound. You managed to hold them off. Ramadan Ramsdale. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he made a. He made an all right save. No, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. He's made some serious saves in there. No, no, of course. The, the free kick was all right. It's a good, it's a good save. It's a good save. I, I, I have to hold my hands up. I I thought he was a lot worse than, than he is, but he seemed like a decent keeper. So I have to hold my hands up at that. And um, he seems quite solid. And uh, he seems quite connected to the to Arsenal fans already, which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, regarding regarding your progress, yeah, it, it seemed like you know you've been you've been saying this for a while, Jackie. Like, let us get all, all the players back, and then we'll see what, what we're saying. And it seemed like you have your full team now, and um, you do seem to make you do seem to have made a bit, bit of progress, I suppose. Um, and you, again, you've been saying about top four, and do you know what? I, why not? Because um, that four spot, I think, it's a, it's a free for all at the moment. I think you have. Uh, Arsenal, Leicester, West Ham, United, if you want to throw that in there as well, Spurs. There's a few teams who can who can fight for the full spot and there's no guarantees who you're gonna get. So if if you can carry on this form, um got you know, pick up a, a run of good games, then why not? That's that's good to hear. That's good to hear. I think that's the most positive you've been about Arsenal all, all season long, to be honest with you. But you get your one, isn't it? You get your one. Wow. All right, let's let's move on to you then, Jay. As an Arsenal fan, what what did you see? How did you feel about the game? And how do you feel like the overall uh, yeah. Arsenal progression? Um, Are you still screaming Arteta out? Let's get that out first. <laughs> um, I'm going to reserve judgment on that. Shut your mouth, Ruboy. No, 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 no. Let, let, let big people talk. I'm going to reserve judgment on that just because I still feel like we need to get rid of dead weight. Dead weight meaning Enketian and Kalasniak. I heard he might um, be staying, but go on. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't really surprise me because of this whole depth situation. I say that um, in like, you know sarcastically um, because obviously, like when we talk about depth, you're not trying to rely on somebody like him anyway. But you know, but nonetheless, like I'm I'm going to straight up admit. It. Tomiyasu, Tavares, top signings. There's just no two ways about it. No two ways about it. Like they, they just, they just gel with our squad so much. Um, like, and they, they fit in as well. Like you, you can see when we score goals, they, they actually gassed. And this is something that I, I, I haven't really seen in quite a while, especially not last season anyway. Um, so just on that, like I'm really impressed. Gabriel's goal as well was a nice little goal for him. I think this is his first in the Premier League. Um, he just ran out straight to Saka. Um, and they, yeah, they they seem like they actually have like a, a good relationship with each other, which is always is always good to see. Um, and then like to su- to summarize, and I just want to quickly just like you know throw this one to Omar. Just like uh, mm-hmm. Ramsdale taking Pickford's place. What are we saying? Um, it's still early, but to be honest, I don't I don't rate Pickford anyway. I, I still think Pope should be number one. But... Ahead of ahead of Ramsdale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, oh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I hear it, but I don't know about it's that. It's still early. It's still early for these 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 Ramsdale shouts. To be honest with you. 
No, 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 no. I, I hate you. I hate you. I hate but, you. Yeah, I, I just rate. I just rate Nick Pope quite a bit. Um, so it's nothing, nothing to do with Ramsdale at all. I, I, yeah. I do not like Pickford at all. No, I hear. What? I hear what you're saying. I think with um, uh, Pope, in terms of, I guess, longevity with regards to, I guess, experience and playing consistently well. I guess Pope, you can't really argue that. My only reservation with having Pope as a keeper is that he's proven to not be able to play the way Southgate wants to play. And I think Southgate kind of wants a ball-playing goalkeeper, which is why he normally generally goes for Pickford ahead of Pope. And I don't think Pope can sort of provide that. So that's my reservation with Pope. But I still think he's the top keeper, to be honest with you. Yeah, I just want to put it out there because obviously we, we have we do have um was it Henderson as well in goal. Um he's obviously he... <laughs> I, 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 I think he was injured. I think he was injured, that's why. But again, he's he's not playing first team football, so it's also difficult for him to Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna play a big part. We'll see what, what, what happens um for the World Cup, but um it's de- definitely a shout because I was def- I was impressed with, with Ramsdale. Um but yeah, I think you, you you've hit the nail on the head though, Orms. Leicester City in the first half were a bit disorientated um, not really too sure where it all came from to be honest I thought it was going to be a difficult game for us playing at the King Power as well but for the last couple of games we have started extremely strong um, and then usually the story is like you know second half we sort of get a bit tired um, our passes are not sort of always accurate in the second half um, so it starts to sort of like put more pressure on our defence and we kind of like remain in our, in our half um, in the second half usually. But um, to be honest, like, the, the t- this tactic is working. This tactic is um, certainly working. So I can't really complain too much. Um, and yeah, man, nice to see Emil smith get on get on the scoreboard. And I got to admit, KDB. I got to admit, I got to admit, oh, I heard oh, the commentator oh. say it. I heard the commentator say, I was thinking like, is, is Jack paying these people to to just, Say it every time I'm tuning into the game because, like, this is this is two weeks in a row now. First, I see it on on the YouTube comments, and now I'm hearing a commentator say it. I'm just like, uh, where's this really coming from? Yeah, I can't lie. It is what isn't it? The reality of this situation is, man's quoting KDB in it. Like, you can see it. <laughs> like, you can see it. There ain't no two ways about it. You can see it. But here, what I think, um, aside from. The topics that everyone's already touched upon. Um, I think I'm seeing real progress at Arsenal. I think it's still early. I agree yep. that we still need to get rid of dead weight. Um, yeah. It came a shock to me the other day where I saw Mohamed El Leni is actually on 200k a week. So <laughs> we definitely need to free up some wages. Um, I'm hearing he will be gone in January to Galatasaray. Um, obviously, as we all know, Kolasinac is, is his last year, so he'll definitely be going as well. In Ketia, I'm a bit undecided with him, just simply because he is still young and potentially playing in Carabao Cups, um, depending on where we land this year, Europe, European football next year. So, so my, my thing is, like, we have Martinelli and uh, that Belugan guy. Yeah. But all I'm young, hearing, all young. I'm hearing Belugan might be going out in January. So Enketia does have more experience than him. It, it, it's arguable whether he's better than him or not. Obviously, it's, it's, it's a shootout, but obviously Enketia has more experience. With Martellini, it, it, with Martellini, it's interesting. And why I say that is because 
I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to Arteta with regards to knowing how a player is in training and how they are with regards to their general health and how fit they are. My thing is, is he hasn't played for a while. And with that being the case, I think, I don't think he's match fit. So mm. that being said, I don't, I don't feel like we should obviously ease him in, into games. But if he's not, there's two sides of it. If he's not playing, he's not going to get confident. And I think you can kind of see that with the decision he kind of made in the Carling Cup. Him and Pepe. Yeah. I think they're, they're kind of in the same boat. Bags of talent. Obviously, Marcelin is younger. Bags of talent. But I think it's just a case of they need that confidence, need game time. And to be honest with you, I think it's a case where it's kind of hard at the moment because we're not losing. We're on a winning run. Mm. And I think it comes to, it, like I said, it's, Arteta is going to have a hard decision as well when Tierney's back. Who do you play? Tavares or Tierney? No, I, to be honest, I feel like we need that. We haven't had that in a while. I think like one thing that I'm impressed with is the fact that Arteta is now playing Lacazette and Aubameyang. When he needs oh, to. yes. Yeah. Yes, I was going to touch on that. I think it's taken him a while. Una Emre found it, out that them two, yeah, 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 playing yeah. them two was the right thing to do. And I think, Arteta has finally come to the realization that actually this does work. It's it's, it's obviously unfortunate because of like you know Lacazette is at the final stages of his contracts. He's pushing thirty and above now, so I know there's probably going to be conversations about him moving elsewhere, uh, which is obviously unfortunate. But I've been really impressed with Lacazette. I know Ormes isn't rating that much, but like his hold up play and his, his his ability to get fouls. And just like, you know, he's not even that tall, but he's a, he's, he's solid. Like, he gets the ball, he holds yeah, it up, and like, he makes a quick pass, and he, yeah, he gets the game moving, in it. Um, and Bamiyang is more of like a, a rapid person that needs to be fed in those like n- nice areas for him to make like, you know, that, that impact, in it. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, you know, Lacazette fills that role. So I, yeah, I've been really impressed with that partnership. Um, but to add, we don't really have quality in depth and this is why I like the conversation of Tierney and Tavares because yes who do you play but then the question is it's like well we've now got two options and yeah like, you know, it's a great problem to have it's a great this, problem to this, have this is it this is it for me it's just like we're not really like well, it's only one position we need that really like in a lot more positions to be honest with you mm. um, so say like you know in terms of like Abamian, there's no replacing him in terms of Lacazette there's no replacing him he must be throw like Saka arguably Pepe but you always prefer Pe- um, Saka over Pepe anyway. So, like, I'd rather have that problem. And then considering, like, African Cup of Nations is going to come, we ain't really got no one to place Partey. So I think we need yeah. to in- we need to encourage that problem a lot more. I love that competitive nature. And I'm just hoping that Tierney doesn't feel disheartened with the fact that he's now, you know, second best. Because technically he's not. He's just injured. But yeah. you know how that situation goes, isn't it? Because look at Leno. Leno's looking to just dip out because he's like, Who's this Ramsdale? You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I guess the reality of the situation is, is you brought up a good point there with Partey, uh, with the African Cup of Nations. I think it's going to be... It's going to be... January is going to be an interesting period because we're not only losing Partey, we're also losing Aubameyang. And yep. it's like... It, it's going to be an interesting period for Arsenal, depending on and, how we got continue to perform. And I think Lukonga as well, if I'm not mistaken. Although, no, I've seen him play... Oh, is he Belgian? Okay, fair enough. Um, okay. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're definitely right. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. Jeez, um, big facts there. <laughs> but with that, with that said, though, like I've seen Lukonga play a bit. I've not been overly impressed, 
by him so far. He's okay. He hasn't made any mistakes. I, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm wrong for expecting a lot more. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. What's your thoughts on Alakanga? I think it's to be decided. I think at the very start, I've always said he's a very neat player. Mm. Very, very neat player. Um, but I think it, the, the jury's still out on him. I think mm. give him some more time. We'll see how he plays. I don't think he's able to replace Partey because he's not that type of player. He's more of a box-to-box. But... Uh, Partey is also a box to box, but I think he's, he's his presence is just a lot more in there. So yeah. while he's a box to box, he's more of an anchor type of guy in that defensive mid, which we've been lacking for a very long time. Which Longest he time. fills that role. But um, I guess one more thing that I wanted to mention because um, I guess we can talk about Arsenal so the cows come home. Um, but one more thing I did want to mention is uh, my unsung hero, which is Gabriel. With yep. Gabriel, obviously, you know, he's, he's been injured, he's come back. He's not a new signing, but I feel like with him at the back, alongside Ramsdale, alongside your Tommy Yasus, alongside your Tavares, and even Ben might be beside him, I think he looks, with that defence, with him there, and I guess the stats, as we were talking at the start of the season, stats don't lie. With him in the team, we are a lot more stronger than without him. So yeah, he definitely needs to keep him fit, and I was really scared when he kind of got that knock. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I like, yeah, I was rattled when I saw um, Chambers um, sort of trying to get ready to come on. Um, Chambers and Holding, that is dead weight. There's there's no two ways about it. That's dead weight. We need to get rid of that. Um, either one would do me quite fine. I get why we had them in the first place, but. Realistically, we've lost too many games and they've been at the forefront of it. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely need to lose them too. Um, just be, push before we move on as well, Leicester, I just want to put this out there. Are we worried? I mean, obviously, African Cup of Nations is going to affect them as well because Inacio had a decent game. Um, he had a, a, a nice little strike at Ramsdale. Ram, Ramsdale um, had like a fingertip save. Um, are we worried about Leicester City? Do we think they're going to fall off based on their performance? No, I think they're good. I think they go. I think they'll still be there about whether they'll finish as high as they did, yet to be seen. I'm not quite sure with the whole Elenacho situation, to be honest with you, because towards the end of the year, he was basically their most informed player. And then come start of the year, it's like he got dropped for a good few games and now it's only way slowly starting to play again, which I, I, I never really understood that situation. So I don't know if it's some something personal or, it's um, it's like they're all taking it in turns though, isn't it? Because like Tielemans is having sort of the off the back of last season to to, to now, he's having like the time of his life. Um Vardy had his little run where he was just, you know, scoring left, right, and centre. But even he was a bit quiet over the weekend, in my opinion. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Um I, I, I get what you mean in terms of, you know, them having their moments, but I just think with El Nacho, it was like point I'm trying to make is that there was no reason there was more of a reason for you to play El Nacho than not to play he was in form he was scoring game in game out he was playing well so I don't know why for whatever reason he decided to drop him and since he's got dropped and he's come back he basically hasn't hit the same uh, form which is understandable but I, I just don't know what's going on there yeah yeah 
La he la he la he la. From one London club to another, let's move on to the blue side of London. And yes, we are talking about our fellow supportee and the guy that always talks rubbish. And if you ever watched football with him, never ever place a bet based upon what he says because you would definitely <laughs> lose your money. And we're talking about Chelsea against Newcastle. I'm going to go straight to you, Ohms, because um, I assume you have a lot to say, a lot to break down. Um, yeah, take it away. You're, you're a hater, first and foremost. I don't know. Um, how am I? I am a hater, <laughs> but there you go. No, I'm just honest, isn't it? I, do you know what? When I watch football, I just, I don't know. My, my head gets hot, in all honesty. When I watch, like, for instance, okay, the first half, because Newcastle's game plan was, it wasn't, it wasn't planned to attack. They came there to sit back and not do anything. Like, they barely even um, counter-attacked us at all. And it was becoming frustrating. And when it gets to a point where players are not really trying things, so it's like side to side, side to side, it's a bit slow, it's a bit lethargic, and no one's really like trying to make uh, penetrating runs. Conversations got injured just before the game, so we didn't have someone who could make those penetrating runs. Um, Lofty T can do it as well, but um, yeah, he um, obviously did start the game. So yeah, first half I wasn't I wasn't too excited. Slow, side to side, side to side, side to side. And then um, sometimes you need a bit of individual brilliance where, um, again, Reece James. Reece James popped up with another goal. Um, incredible goal, incredible goal. Hassan Odoi did very, very well, well actually, from the left-hand side. He, he, um, he drove the ball, like I was saying, what we need sometimes. Drove the ball, crossed it in. The ball flipped off the defender, or, or Ruben, I think it was. Um and then he cuts back on his left foot and drives to the top corner. Incredible finish. Uh, Reese James. Hold on, I forgot you to even mention that it was a left peg as well. Yeah, left yeah, yeah. Left foot, left foot, like his wrong foot. He doesn't. He does not score um, simple goals. It's true. Think, he doesn't. <laughs> it started with I think Ajax where we drew four four. There's a game against Brighton last season where he scored a screamer um, against you guys. The chip was a chip. Yeah, uh, sure. I think so, but let's move on from that. <laughs> um, last week, he, he scored another um, chip ball, and then this week, uh, the left foot screamer, and then the second goal to make it 2 0 was uh, I think Ruben had a shot. The, the, uh, the keeper dives, he was already on the floor, and then the ball falls to, Ru- um, to, to Reese James, and he just rifled it first time to the back of the net. It's a great volley. I was going to say yeah. as well, that's that's not an easy finish, you know. People that's think it's it's routine, yeah, but the technique to get that on, on control and on target yeah, is not yeah. as easy as it seems. Think about how many how many times we've seen people like sky the volleys and yeah. just fly away. But like, he had it under control. His technique's crazy, crazy. Do you know what he actually said? He used to be a striker um, growing up. Is it? Yeah, he used to be a striker, but he said it was just other players just better than him in those positions. So he's kind of just moved back and back. So yeah. He played a midfield, but obviously down at right back. So, um, yeah, yeah, and obviously the, the third goal was great movement from Havertz, um, wins the penalty, and then Jorginho scores three 0 so, To be yeah. honest with you, like from my perspective, I'm actually really mad. Like, not even from a fantasy perspective, because we'll get on that towards the end of the pod. But like mm. from a player's perspective, like why would you? I get it. Jorginho is the regular penalty taker. You don't want to break that mold, etc. But Reece James was on a hat trick. How often yeah. did their defender be on a hat trick? Never. So I, I saw a stat after saying um, no, no Premier League defenders ever scored a hat trick before. That's harsh. I'm, I'm gonna be honest uh, with you. That's really. It and it's not harsh. even like you're not winning one nil. 
yeah. you know, winning convincingly 2-0. Do, do you know, I was speaking to my colleague and he was like, he, he gets it, but at the same time, it, it's like a hierarchy thing. Isn't it? If, I, if Jorginho's on the pitch, he takes the pain. It doesn't matter what happens on the pain. I hear that, but obviously... We've, the, had, the had, quickly, we've had issues, and to kind of get rid of the isms, schisms, and, oh, but I haven't scored a goal. Or, blah, blah, blah. We've had, had it last season where Tammy Abraham wanted to score a goal, and Ashby took the ball out of his hand. He's like, no, I don't, I don't care if you need a goal. Jorginho's the penalty taker. It just is what it is. Mm. So just to kind of like keep order, I, I understand it. It would have been nice to give it to him. If, if Jorginho was a nice person, he would have gave it to him really and truly. But it's such a Jorginho. If he doesn't want to, he doesn't have to. I hear that, but my thing is that let's be honest here. Like, even yeah, yeah, yeah. the worst case scenario, Reese James takes the penalty. He absolutely skies it. It's like it's meaningless to be honest with you. The only thing that it affects is Jorginho's stats. Realistically, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, to, to be honest with you, I'm sure I've seen Ronaldo do the same thing. Where I think Benzema was on a hat trick and then he takes the pen. Mm. Or I, I saw, I saw. Um, I think Drogba needed a, Drogba in 2010. He needed a um, a goal for like the golden boot, mm. and um, <laughs> Lampard said, "No, I'm taking I'm taking it. I'm I'm designated designated penalty taker." Lampard, oh, that, and, that, that last one's rude. Yeah, that last one is yeah, rude yeah. Still. But it is what it is, isn't it? You just have to. Just you can't stop me from getting a trophy, bro. Yeah, That's it's just rank. Like, he got it in the end. He got it in the end. I think he scored in the game anyway. But it's just Paul's rank, and he just just just. Respect it, innit? Not respect it, but it's kind of just still with it, basically. It's the order, innit? It's the order. Yeah. And, be, yeah. and truth be told, like, you know, penalties are not just things that you could just do easily, like with your eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, you actually need a lot in you to, to, to take a penalty. It's not like a... In saying that, you know, though, I think Reese James yeah. have, has got attackers in it. I'm pretty sure I've seen him take penalties before. Yeah, yeah, he scored the scored week. Um, yeah. To, the winner, the winner against Southampton, South actually. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure man the, can take a pen as well. Went through to the um, Carabao Cup. Yeah, um, you know what it is though. If truth be told, you yeah, when it's all said and done, like as much as Ohm says X, Y, and Z, yeah, and to be honest, like I said, we don't really listen to him. But when it's all said and done, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was it was basically a routine win. Let's let's be honest, there, like no one ever yeah, no, Newcastle were gonna win. See, look how you say, of course, no, 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 I'm sick of you, bro. No, no, I'm sick of you. Wait, hold on, hold on, stop, stop, stop. Wait, 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 wait. Omar, Jacks, Jacks, wait, wait, wait. Jacks and I having a talk. Let, let big people talk first, isn't it? Yeah, so. <laughs> you, you you need to get cussed out, bro, because I'm sick and tired of of your nonsense, bro. Like I I get it, I get it. The first half, ZH, I think he had like some sitters and he was missing, but Newcastle didn't add anything. Do you know what the worst thing like, is? Yeah, in the group chat, he was there running, and even in person, he was saying, "Oh, Chelsea, are, uh, Chelsea are gonna lose. Watch, I bet you watch Newcastle are gonna score first. Didn't, didn't my man after the game say, oh, Newcastle had zero chances? I'll, I'll, be, playing, bro, I'll be playing mind bro. games on y'all. No, nah, they ain't no mind games. <laughs> nah, nah, forget that, You're bro. You know, okay, you know what? Bro. You're playing mind games, nah, you know yeah? You're playing mind games. Next introduction to this podcast, we are renaming you to Takashi 69 right, Relax yourself. Nah, bro. Relax there's no relaxing, man. You, you are a top-class trainer. Right, I'm, 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 I'm editing this out, I'm editing this out. Nah, bro. You're Takashi 69 bro. But, you know, honestly, do you know what? Before you move on... Seen a stark difference in regards to this season and like, under Lampard and last season because we, we, um, I guess it's small teams where they sit back, we couldn't break them down and like we have like a nil nil game or it'll be a nil nil and then they'd go up in the end and score like a last minute winner. Or and th- this is what I kind of saw for the past few years that's that's, that's what we've been like with Chelsea, we can't really break teams out. But Tuchel has the tactics like Jorginho said at half time, 
he changed some things. I think he I think he told Havertz to what was it? He he made some changes where Havertz and Ziyech were closer or something like that, right? And th- that's how we ended up um, breaking them down, and, and that's how we got the win. Mm-hmm. So this is what you need. You know, you imagine you can make changes and not just sit back and hope that we get a goal from somewhere. You have to, you have to be proactive and do something about it. So um, I'm seeing progress under, under um, Tuchel, which I like. And um, yeah, you know, we, we go um, five points clear. So. Yeah, but once again, it doesn't change the fact that we've been telling you this. We've been telling uh, you since the end of last season. Years, man. You man have been we, we, for we years. Still, we still lack a lot. We, like, we had a few players out. Oh, this guy, like, man. Shut about. up, man. Bernard, Whoa, 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 whoa. How dare you say that? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, as if to no, say, like, nah, bro. Whether I'm rating, whether I'm rating or not. No, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know what, yeah? In this game alone, everyone's giving stick to Werner, yeah? But... Ziyech, do you know how many chances he had in this game? He had better yeah, chances. He needs to, still. He needs to clear cut as well. He needs to. He needs to depart. He needs to depart. Wow! Now you're saying oh, wow. Ziyech out now. Look at this. No, it's, not, it's, not like, it's, it's not. not a hate thing, but what I'm saying is like we haven't really got time for for, for carrying people, and this is like this, I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. We, we bought him for like experience. Now you buy a player of a certain age, you you don't want, you're not hoping he plays well in two years time. We need it now. It's the impact. It's the experienced player came from Ajax. He was on that amazing run with Ajax and that team, uh, twenty nineteen or whatever it was, um, and he just hasn't really cut it. To be honest with you, hasn't really cut it. Um, so it's just time to just move on. We need to bring in some new blood. We lack attacking talent in the field. So um, yeah, it's just cut our ties. I think it's cut our ties. Well, I think when it's all said and done, look, Chelsea are they're pushing forward. They're Sweeping team decide left, right, and center. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. We'll and um, as you know, as as I always say, we don't listen to Ermes' opinion anyway. They're, <laughs> they're league title favorites, regardless no, of being said. No, okay. So you know, we can all say that. But going from one title contender to the other, let's uh, talk quickly a little bit about Liverpool. And the reason why I essentially want to talk about this game is because the end result was surprising. It was surprising indeed. I'm not surprised just because Brighton, I've always said it, and regardless of how many you man get onto me, and I've been saying this before, Brighton are a really good side and they play good football. And Liverpool were winning, and ultimately they drew 2-2. So, talk to me about it, Jay. Did you watch this game? What are your thoughts on this? And um, one thing to point out is that Mo Salah didn't score again. So, unfortunately, he's not after that Vardy record, but yeah. nonetheless, he got an assist in the game. He did get an assist. Um, I feel like I kind of wasted my captaincy, my fantasy. Um, I saw the highlights. Um, yeah, the, it was a game of two halves. Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to, to say. Like, it was starting, starting the game. Liverpool were, were running things um, for the first forty-five minutes. Um, I think it was Mane that scored, um, and then was it Henderson? Henderson's goal was a screamer. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, it was sort of easy for Liverpool at the start, and then like, it's almost as if I think they got tired of getting their goals cancelled due to VAR, and they sort of held back a bit because I think was it Salah that scored? Some somebody scored. They got got ruled out by VAR, and then all of a sudden. Brighton saw that you know they they started they got sort of disheartened by it, 
And then yeah, they just they slipped in they slipped in one goal. I was thinking like, raw. I think Trossard scored first, isn't it? Um, and then after that, they slipped another goal. I was thinking like, yo, Brighton can actually steal this game off of him at home at Anfield. Um, Brighton's performance, they they were kind of solid. I think like they had a few slip ups to, to let the two goals in, but after that, they they were kind of solid. After that, they it was very much back to back. That game could have gone anywhere. Yeah, from from what I've been seeing, that they, they obviously they. Liverpool got the first goal early, right? It was, it was quite early for the first goal when went in. Yeah, um, I think like Henderson scored in the first couple of minutes, something like that. And um, yeah, Liverpool just stepped up. I think they, I think they got too comfortable. I think they just let the, um, drop the ball basically, and they thought this was like a comfortable win and a routine. The two 0 up, you know, you know Liverpool away, you never walk alone. What, what that chance? Man said you never walk alone. Why you always bringing that up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But yeah, um, Brighton got back into the game. They're, they're a good side. We've been saying it. They're, they're a good side. Great, um, Potter is a, is, a, is a good manager. He says decent. And he had Lamptey back in goal. Lamptey, from what I heard, um, played very, very well. So Yeah, you love Lamptey. Like, this ain't the first it's time you've mentioned still. Him. Man's going to say, man, 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 man. He's an ex-Chelsea player. I, I didn't oh, say no, it. I didn't say it. You didn't have to, bro. Now that you mentioned it, he is. But, um, but yeah, um, they they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. I I didn't see them sipping up, um, especially being two 0 up. They usually see these games out or go on to score a couple more. But um, yeah, I, I I reckon it's just one of those games. It's a, it's a blip, and I think they'll be back probably next week. To be honest with you, whoever they're playing. Yeah, they they will be back. But I, I, like I do think I do think VAR does take the joy out of this, these games because yeah. you go from literally celebrating from scoring a mad goal to like ah. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's not the same. Here we go it's again. Same. You, it's fair you, still. You can't. You can't even um, celebrate properly. Yeah, but it's fair still. I can't lie to you. No, no. It well, uh, d- depends. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. It's not consistent. No, with with the um, goal line stuff now. Goal line stuff and oh, the, goal, uh, goal line technology. Yeah, 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 pretty consistent these days. Sometimes, but yeah, it it is. I f- I feel like I draw the line where it's like those mar- marginal um, situations, mm. or like if a player is blocking yeah. somebody's. Vision. I think when it's up for debate, think... it's like yeah, it's really yeah. No, no, th- this season they've been a bit better. Like last season, it was ridiculous. Like the, I think it was Bamford where he was pointing pointing to where he was the ball, and they they rolled up for a side, which was just nonsense. But I think they've, they've, <laughs> they've no, honestly, it was ridiculous. Now that is, that is nonsense because it's just like, what if a strand of your hair was offside? Honestly, it's, like, it's just this, that's that's how bad it was last season. But I think they've cut that stuff out. And um, the to be honest with you, though, VAR don't like Arsenal. Oh, Calls are always going against us with VAR. We already spoke on Arsenal, mate. So. No, we haven't. No, 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 no. no but he make, he, make, he makes a valid point, though. He makes a valid point because if you look at. Um, who who was it? Somebody just basically just dropped on top of Aubameyang. Aubameyang got like, clapped out by like, Evans. Was it? Or... Was it Evans? Yeah. Evans, and then yeah. if you reflect on that in the Man City game, um, was it Laporte got sent off straight away? Bang. Yeah. Oh, it's, but at the same time, it's, it's different referees, so they can make they still have their own opinions. Uh, so, no, no, honestly, if it was like a, if, it was, if it was like a computer where there's automated thing, but they're still. Human force behind yeah, it. But I think, so, but I, think so no, 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 I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying, if it was the same referee, then I understand. But each each referee is different. Yeah. So no, I heard that. Okay, but but then it, there's the argument. As I said, there's an argument where it should be consistent across the board. So like when you see those two sort of tackles, it should be consistent across the board. Yeah, yeah. Down to they're getting better. I feel like they feel like they're getting better, but. Um, I don't. I feel like after the, each one of these games, they need to have like a referee forum where they reflect 
Was you proud of your decision? What man said speaking to the public or just like privately? Nah, privately. I mean, both, sometimes they need to answer for their sins, bro. No, I don't, I don't think so. And, and, and you know, one of, one of the referees <laughs> came out and said, you guys don't care we make good decisions. You want to hear we make bad ones. So you don't really care about them, basically. You just want to be like ridicule. It's not, it's not about you. I'm just saying, this is what he said. Mm. Like, you don't really want to hear from us we make we have good games. It's just... Yeah, see, he's a big man with... Yeah, he's got balls saying that because we're we're obviously in England. If he was in Brazil, he would have got snuffed. No, of course, of course. But again, it's just it's it's, it's, the referee's job's not easy. Do you know what? During uni, in my my final year, I did a bit of that volunteer work, and I I did a bit of refereeing for like these kids. Did you? Yeah, the parents on my neck. I never, I never did that again. <laughs> on my neck. I was, 30, I, was I, I was sweating. I wasn't. You running. was panicking. Was so you was panicking. Oh my god, never again, man. No, it's not an easy game. Still, not easy job. Sorry, not easy job. Are you saying like, what, what? What would you rather do? Be a traffic warden or be a referee? Oh, like traffic warden, traffic warden. Big man team. So what's, what's done is done. If I, I like that they said, the tickets in the system. I've already done it. Yeah, but but. <laughs> Exactly. The thing is, there uh, the chances of you getting snuffed are very high. No, though. Cameras on, cameras on. You was born a snitch, body cam on. Yeah, nah, but um, but um, I forgot. I even forgot what, what, even forgot what game we were speaking about. Basically, um, we're talking about you being a snitch. Uh, anyway, but, uh, Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool, 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 Liverpool do two two, and um, yeah, drop, drop the ball. Well, as we were speaking briefly on Laporte and his red card, uh, there's no better time than to go on to that particular game and probably the biggest shocker of the weekend. Man City losing 2-0 and stumbling in the title race. It's still very early, of course, still very, very early. But are these the type of games that make a big difference come towards the end of the season? Could this be the difference of them winning and not winning? As I said, it's still early, but nonetheless, still a big shock of result. Holmes, I'll go to you. Did you watch the game? What did you see? And what went wrong for City? Aside from the red card, of course. But what went wrong? Um, I, I caught I caught like extended highlights, and obviously I've seen like match reviews and this sort of stuff. So I think I have a, a good picture of what happened. It does seem like I think Palace got a bit lucky and they kind of took their chances. That's that's what it seemed like, um, because I think once City went, went out to ten men, I think they were they were pressing and pressing even more, and um, that's when obviously Palace hit them on the counter. Uh, it's just one of those games. I think it's just you, you, like Liverpool, you have a blip every now and then. You can't go thirty eight games winning. Um, but yeah, um, Vieira's got this team playing well. They're playing well, like Gallagher, Zaha's back now. Zaha got the, got the first goal. Um, Gallagher's playing well. He did he get the second goal? He did, right? He did. Yeah, not oh, come on, come on. That's, that's our. Um... You see, I see. I wasn't even gonna say. I was gonna wait for you to say, you dickhead. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, but yeah, he, he's 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 a very good player. I, I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him at Chelsea, but yeah, we have so many matured. <laughs> um. Like, like going back to the the, the Laporte red, it's 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 techy, it's techy because the the angles they were showing, I couldn't really see like who was nearby if it was like really last man or someone for the recover. Um, but I guess do you know, um, Man City they're, they're known for these tactical fouls. Fernandinho should do it a lot. You should do these, these tactical fouls and um, like when you're almost last man, it will just take you out. Um, but yeah, it happens. It happens one of those games. Um, Vieira's, Vieira's got Pep's number, I suppose, now. So, 
Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. It's one game. <laughs> it's one nil. It's one nil to him. Um, no, so Palace. So Palace always seem to do well against um, against C. I think I think Man City's last defeat before this was was Palace. Don't don't quote me on that. But, um... Palace do turn up against big teams here and there, though. Like they've, yeah. they've done the same against Liverpool a few times in their yeah. in their tenure. Um, like before the game. Both Ohms and I were discussing this, and, and I, I I just had a hunch that Palace would would do them over. Um, it wasn't sort of a uh, a proper do over. They did get lucky, but then, save example, like Palace when they were defending, they had their whole team back. When when the game usually gets like that for City in in, in particular, City don't usually create a lot of chances to pierce through defence where they're just literally all staying back in their line and, and, and keeping their formation. Um, I've seen this a lot, lot, loads of times. I saw this last season when it was Leeds. Leeds uh, did the same thing and then they just like hit them quickly on the counter. Um, and obviously City, they, they have that that very high line as well, in it? So it does make it easy for people like Zaha um, to sort of pierce through their defence, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I wasn't too surprised by this result. You know, as, as much as it might be a surprise to you guys, I've, see, I've seen City crumble like this, and it could just be down to the fact that these these players are just not on form on a certain day. Um, it, you know, it just wasn't it just wasn't their time. Like it could be various reasons, but I just had a hunch that Palace would probably do them over. Um, so yeah, bro, it wasn't, it wasn't a big surprise for me. Am I worried? No, I think City will be back to their winning ways. Although it's the Manchester derby next, so going into that game, yeah, they could be on a little bit of a like a little bit of a losing run, to be honest, because um, United are very jammy. Um, but yeah, man, Vieira, Vieira's. He, I mean, we predicted this, didn't we? You know, like start of the season, Vieira was, was making a few um, signings, but which were looking quite positive. So yeah, I, they I, could I, damage I teams. Say, I did I said right at the beginning of the season, some some decent players. Um, this uh, Elise, is that you pronounce his name? The young young boy. The, um, yeah, yeah. He 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 looks like a very very good player. He was instrumental in the. The final goal when they, when they hit him on a break and um, he, he got the assist for for Gallagher's goal. He got some talented players. They still have Eze to come back as well. Eze, Alise's, um they got that Raha, new striker. Um, yeah, what's his name? Eduardo uh, Gallagher. Mm. Yeah, do you know what? Palace. They're looking like a, a, an okay side, like a maybe a top ten, perhaps. Who knows? Wow, that's um, a big shout. Yeah, that's it. Maybe anyway, maybe. But what, the what, only thing what from like, my side is that I can't name any of the defenders. Oh come on, man! You uh, have uh, no, 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 um, Mitchell, um, Gerhi. Um, oh yeah, uh, Mitchell left back. Yeah. yeah. Does Tomkins still play for them? Cahill still playing. I think he starts. They will, they, but they released like thirteen players during the summer. I think it was thirteen players. So they they, they cleared out the deadwood, which I like, and they, they they trusted Big Pat with um bringing in players and having those now. And clearly. Um, Roy Hassan was holding it, holding them back, holding them back. So, is that um, or is it the um, Vieira magic? A bit of both. A bit of both. I'm I'm rating Vieira as a manager right now. To be honest, I, like he can't he can't really do wrong. Um, I mean it is Palace. We don't we don't expect big things from Palace. So like, as far as I'm concerned, they're doing pretty well. Um, but the true test will be where they end up at the end of the season because they've always been like mid table more to the bottom side every every season. So so yeah, um the Vieira effect is, is obviously working. I do rate Vieira more than Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson I think 
probably maybe was a decent manager at some point in his lifetime, but that was probably decades ago. Wow. Man sending. <laughs> yeah, I have to. The thing is, yeah, like, I, I would never forget that interview where someone must have said to him, oh, it's, it's your it's your 70 something's birthday here. And he was like, listen, I don't need to piss here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah got real offended about that age thing. Yeah, well, you know, it, very a few interesting games this weekend. Um, some surprising results, some routine results, some great results uh, for the Arsenal fans. Um, but let's take a look at the week ahead. And let's start off with the biggest game. The biggest game and probably will have a big shout with regards to the title race for City. Just because how many points can you drop in a row before it starts becoming a bit alarming, especially if you have other clubs around you like Chelsea, Liverpool continuing the win. So I'll go to you, Ohms. Man United against Manchester City. Now, we all know Manchester City in the last six games have a better record against City than City the other way around. So what are your thoughts on this game and who are you choosing to win this game? Um, I could easily see United winning this. To be honest with you, <gasps> no, it's not, it's not really a shock. I think um, I think I said in the group chat before in the last like seven games, United have won three, there's one draw, the City won two, but United have won. I think the last three games, I think they've won or they've, they've won two, drew one, something like that. But they're, in, they're more informed in regards to this head-to-head f- um, fixture than than City, and it seems like. Um, when United need a win and they, and they face City, they they usually do the job. They usually do the job. So, um, you know, they they gassed after that Tottenham win. You know, they're probably behind Oli now. So I, I do I can, I can see a, a, a United win. Obviously, I know City are the better team, but sometimes heart and desire and all that jazz kind of um, similar to the, the, the North London derby. It doesn't really matter about form. It's just the individual on that day. Who's who wants it more? Who's gonna um, perform? And yeah, but at the same time, sorry, before you pass on to you guys, at the same time, I know Pep's gonna grill these guys after they lost the Palace, so they may come back and slap, slap United. So it's, it's a toss up on the day, really. Interesting, interesting. Jay, your thoughts? Um, I think I've got to agree with Holmes, you know. Um... I think United are so jammy and they're a team of form. Like, I think, oh, as you said last pod, that like, on paper, United have got a better squad than Liverpool. And I just kind of shut you down with that just because you've got to always counter in whether these players are on form. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm going for a United win. I think they're a jammy side. Really weird. Um, if City come with that same, like, you know, basic possession sort of football, um, yeah, I think they're going to get hit quickly on the counter. Um, their attacking prowess is a lot better than City's anyway. Like you know, if you as as we saw over the weekend, it wasn't like a sensational performance, but Ronaldo and Cavani playing in the same squad can do you dirts. Um, and as we know, City don't really have that all out and out striker. So I, I see you going United's way. Cool. I mean, personally, I feel I'm going with City, and why I go with City is because let's not let this 3-0 win against Tottenham mask the fact that United are still in big problems. They still can't defend. They, they've been having the same issue since the start of the season. Even last year, they've been having a start, um, having these issues. I know it's Derby 
And I've always said, whether it's the North London derby, whether it's Liverpool United or anyone who plays in a derby game, form kind of goes out the window and you treat the game in, in its own entity. But I still think City have enough. I have. I think they have more than enough. And I think time and time again, I've seen that United defence being way too shaky. And as I said, I'm not buying the 3-0 win against Tottenham as them turning the corner. I think it's just borrowed time. And I think City are actually going to spank them. So I don't even think it's going to be like a low-scoring game. I think they're going to get spanked by City. Wow, that's a nice claim. And that's, that's going nice to be claim. reflected upon my fantasy team this week. But we'll go on to that a little bit later. Let's look at the other big game of the week. And it's Liverpool against West Ham. Both teams on form, both teams on winning runs. Well, except for Liverpool drawing. But you would expect Liverpool to bounce back. And you'd expect them to um, turn back into winning ways. And essentially have Salah again scoring. Um, So that's going to be no surprise to anyone. This time I'll go to you first, Jay. Opinions on this game and who do you think is going to win? Mm, um, I'm gonna say Liverpool. Um, why? I mean, West Ham did play well against Aston Villa. They slapped about four one. But when I say play well, they wasn't sort of phenomenal. And I'm just thinking like that kind of performance against Liverpool, it, it don't it don't really count for anything. West Ham can be a bit troublesome sometimes, but I think the way Liverpool play, they're probably gonna just like. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fist them up big time. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's gonna be like a three one to Liverpool. Um, not too sure where that goal from West Ham's gonna come from, but I reckon they will get a sneaky goal in here and there. It's at it is at the London Stadium to be fair, so it's all possible. But yeah, I'm going with a Liverpool win. Makes sense. Holmes. Um. Yeah, I I, I see a comfortable Liverpool win. Yeah, I think Liverpool, um, I see a 2 3 0 win, to be honest with you. I think, yeah, 2 3 0. And uh, like, similar, similar to City, where there's a bounce back, they, they want um, get to get back into the uh, routine of things. Uh, is it home or away? I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure. but um, Yeah, it's, it's home for West Ham. Yeah, to be honest, I, I, I still see um, Liverpool winning, Mo Salah getting a goal or two. So. A simple routine win, I think. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you lot. Um, I agree. I don't have any controversial comments. Um, West Ham will probably give up a good fight. But I think I agree. Routine win. I think Mo Salah is going to get back to scoring ways again. Um, and we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think Liverpool will have that comfortably. Um, in other note, uh, just to cover our supporting teams, Chelsea and Burnley. I'm not going to go to Ohms. So I'm just going to take this one and say Chelsea's same routine win. They're probably going to win by a high score line. So I'll keep it moving. Um, Arsenal against Watford. Arsenal's Arsenal. We have turned the corner. We are in winning ways, but at the end of the day, all it takes is one little slip up and then for us to go back to our old way. So we'll see. I think personally, yeah, I think it'd be an Arsenal win. But yeah, I think we win. Oh, that's that's very optimistic from you. This is probably the first time I think you've predicted a game and said Arsenal oh, <sighs> win. Look at me, man. <laughs> now you're definitely a fool, fam. Because the thing is, yeah, the thing is, if I had my way, bro, I will speak to Roman about buying some of these shares, bro. Just to change up Stamford Bridge a bit. Listen, don't worry about my team, innit? No, 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 no. We've got to worry about it, bro. 
You get me? As an Arsenal fan, I feel like I have the right fan because the thing is, like, Chelsea players, they go to Arsenal. Arsenal players, they go to Chelsea. You get me? It's all the same thing, fam. I'm going to have to change up that stadium still. Bro. Yeah, we always get bumped, to be honest, in those transactions. But anyway, <laughs> we move still. We move. But um, in other news, just a quick touch upon. Uh, hope Aguero is fine. Um, I don't know, man, if you man saw the news, but he's got heart problems and he's out for another three months. So that was his, actually his debut game, so it's actually quite a sad sight to see. But um, just wanted to give a quick, quick shout out to him and hopefully he's back to his old ways and back shooting and scoring again. Interesting one, Sergio Ramos, potentially PSG terminating his contract in January. What's you guys' thoughts? The fact that he's been injured and um, he, he isn't essentially nowhere near being match fit for coming back. PSG in, a, in, a, in, a, in some some state of affairs right now. Is that, is that true? Is that true? I, I, I didn't even know that. I yeah, know. I heard there's rumour that his contract might get terminated in Jan. But in saying that, it's probably karma, to be honest, because they dropped out Thiago Silva, who's the same age, and refused to give him a two-year. But yet, they gave the same two-year contract to Sergio Ramos, which Sergio Ramos is probably on a lot more money than Thiago Silva at PSG. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what um, that's what Silver said. He's like, how does how does this make sense? And to be honest, it came back. He said, like he did, um, karma. Thiago went went to go the next season and win the Champions League, which he's been waiting for. So, and what PSG what PSG have been longing for. So, um, yeah, yeah. So just you know, PSG are kind of a fake team to be honest with you. Stick with the PSG actually. They um, Messi got stopped off at half time. Got subbed off at half time. I think they were losing. I think they were losing one 0 and then um, he got subbed off, and then ended up winning two one. I think De Maria scored a winner or something. But he's he's slightly struggling on um, over there in the Uber Eats League. I can't lie, you're rude still, man. Said so Uber Eats League, you know. You're that's what it's called. No, no, that's what it's called. Nah, that's, that's not what it's called. Yeah, that's, that's not wait, what it's called. No, no, no. They, they're sponsored by Uber Eats. That's what it's actually called. So it's called the Uber Eats League. It's not called League on. It's called check, the check. Uber Eats League. I swear to you, check, type in Uber Eats League right now, and it's literally um, League on. Exactly. See, League on, <laughs> League on, Uber Eats. That's literally it. That's that's literally it. It's You're taking by... a piss. No, honestly, honestly, Google it. That's that's. Um... Yeah, but look, nonetheless, we've had some interesting games, some interesting news this week. Um, just one final segment or one final thing we wanted to cover, which is my favorite part. Of the show to wrap up our podcast and just talk a little bit about it and see where we are with standing wise when it comes to fantasy football. Ohm's chat to me. What's going on? Um yeah, mine my, my fantasy was not great to be honest with you. <laughs> I was expecting big things, but um fifty three points is not is not good at all. It's not good at all, man. Um Ronaldo, could you should have captain Ronaldo? Should have captain Ronaldo, didn't he? Got 12 points. Salah only got 10 points. Everyone else is kind of just that flat to deceive. Antonio, Hawang, um, Foden, Sun, with his low scoring points, man. It just was not a good week for me. Not a good week at all. Smith Rowe, though, brought the Smith Rowe, got me some decent points. He got a goal and assist, or just a goal, I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, we, we, we moved. We moved back next week. I think I dropped. I think I dropped a place as well. But you know, don't worry about that. <laughs> well, well, if it, if you had to give some advice for this week, what would be your gem for this week? 
keep Ronaldo. All right, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. I think I'm going to hold on to him for another week as well. Yeah. It was a very productive week for me. Um, some good solid points there. Shout out Reece James. Um, That's what I see. Bring him, bring him Reece James. Or, or allow it, man. Allow it. 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 It's a respect, respect allow our team. Allow it. Team. Keep to your Christensen. Isn't it? Allow it. Not. <laughs> yeah, but, um, Chelsea defenders at the moment. Um, big big points. Because we, we've only conceded three goals this season, um, one from open play. We look very, very solid at the moment. Maybe Mendy as well. Um, so that, that's my little sneaky tip for you. So, 100%. I agree with Holmes. That's probably the biggest gem of the week. So make sure you bring in those players and we'll see where you end up at the end of the year. But thanks again for listening. Once again, like, share, subscribe and all of that. And we'll speak to you again next week. Peace. Peace.